Welcome to a little bit of everything podcast. I'm Ali and I'm here with my co-host Scotty. We are engaged and we live in Northern California. I was married twice before and have three kids ages 10, 12 and 19. And Scotty, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I, I was married for 17 years or so or, or just under and I have three kids too. 15, 18 and 20. So I have two adult kids now. So on this podcast, we're going to chat about a little bit of everything. Our main focus will be on dating, relationships, and parenting in a blended family household. We will talk about finances, our careers, mental health, movies, and other things that impact our relationship with each other and our kids. So in this first episode, we thought it would be fun to do the dating rap trend. We both started the year single, and believe it or not, we didn't even know each other. And now at the end of the year, we are engaged to each other, if that wasn't clear. And <laughs> <laughs> we will go through the timeline of our relationship in future episodes. But today we will dig into the statistics of the journey that we took to get here. So, Scott, how okay. many first dates did you go on? It's okay. one number. Eight. Thank you. And I went on 31. Um, I did a FaceTime date that I included that did not turn into an actual date. Actually, I don't think I included that one. And then... Five people were, were people that I had dated previously, so technically my dates with them were not actual first dates. And how did you meet your dates? For me, it was all dating apps. Um, Bumble, Hinge, Zeus. So I haven't heard of Zeus. What's that like? I Honestly, out of all these apps, um, I mean... Between not including Hinge, let's put Facebook dating. Oh God, Facebook! I did I did not include that in my list, but that's the worst. Yeah, I I mean most I met a lot of people that way, and they were not necessarily the loves of my lives, but I I think it was. <laughs> I should hope, I should hope not. <laughs> well, do you have a basement a basement somewhere I don't know about? Well, when you find out, it'll be too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap savage so no so i think facebook dating seemed to be the most honest but um bumble i think zeus i think it i hate to say it i think it was kind of a like catfishing and i think i think they do ploys where they have um like, like they have responses to you mm-hmm. to bait you like and bots? i think it i think it might be built into I don't want to say it. I'm just saying it felt like when your subscription was ending, you got a lot of interest all of a sudden. Mm, Almost like it was an automated thing by Zeus. Okay. And it felt like they were baiting people into coming back. Because if you, you know, everyone wants to see you right when you're about to end your um, subscription. So, mm-hmm. and I heard that from other guys. So I don't know from a woman's point of view. So I, I felt did, like. I didn't use Zeus. Okay, so uh, I met 27 people, which is 87% of my total on dating apps. Um, Bumble, Hinge were my main um, apps that I used. I was on Tinder a couple times. Facebook dating was awful. I don't know if I got, I think I got zero dates out of that. Wow. Um, in the wild, um, two coworkers do not recommend that. A neighbor and met someone at the gym. Um, we met on Hinge, so I'm partial to that. Um, and then Bumble, I just want to say, um, I read a statistic that Sunday is the most popular day for um, dating app activity. And so I have a friend who got like, um, uh, a, I don't know, like a promo for the spotlight. 
and they did they bought it for one hour on a Sunday and then they got a bunch of likes and so she had some success with that which app was that bumble that's on bubble oh okay how many people got a second date with you it looks like I had three, Allie. <laughs> no, you had two second dates and then three went beyond second dates. Oh, yes. That so sounds right. So two were only second dates. Yes. And then, so five total second dates, but three went beyond. Yes. Okay. Um, I had 20 second dates and then beyond second dates, I had 17, which is 55% of my total. Um, I had one situationship, one friend with benefits, and I was exclusive with eight people, which is really high, but those relationships weren't necessarily like very long, like maybe a month or something, not even. Um, okay, first date locations. Where did you go? Uh, coffee seemed to be a couple places I went there. Did you go to Pete's or Starbucks? <laughs> I went to Pete's and um, a <laughs> Coffee Republic, okay. which you've... Is but, that is that local? We love supporting local. <laughs> it's in Folsom, yes. It's it's local like, too. It's like a one off. It's not like a franchise. I think there might be another one, but that's the only one I ever heard of. Okay. So um restaurant um a couple times. Did you prefer doing drinks or did you like doing meals? Did any were any of them drinks that turned into meals? <laughs> so in the beginning, I um I found myself paying for everything. Mm. And so did, did people offer to split or no? Well, I look for that. And a lot of, most of the people are pretty good about that. But I just, I guess I'm old fashioned. So I just paid for everything. Oh, side note, you and I split our first. I know. But that, <laughs> by the time I met you, I, know, I wasn't I doing know. that. So I'm not going to waste money on someone I'm not. Because it, it also, it, it, for two reasons. One, you're like, I'm going to pay for seven meals, and then the next one is on her own. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I think everyone should have – you should put into what you want. So if I pay for a date or – if I treat you on a second date and I say I want you to come with me, mm -hmm. then now it's me offering you. If it's a first date, we both sure. – no one should have an upper hand because of money. I think some people sure. feel like they're entitled or they have to or they're obligated. Well, I think it depends too. Like if you know what they do for a job and you're picking kind of like a middle of the road place, it's not like a really fancy place, you know? Yeah. And I, mean, I think it's fair. If it's like coffee, I'll, I I didn't mind yeah, paying for that. Yeah, cheaper. Well, but, not yours. Yours is $8, but, but yeah. plus, plus tip. Well, if, you know, you get a couple drinks, like three drinks or four. Yeah, drinks then, can be expensive. If you do happy hour, that's better. Yeah, so, as, and I apologize, I'm, I I still have some snorting going on here, and I'm going to yeah. try to keep that out. We, our house had COVID last week, the week before Christmas, so. Really? Such a huge bummer. I'm telling our fans. <laughs> Drinks and coffee for me was 11 dates, 35%. Um, dinner and a meal was 13, so 42%. I always offer to pay half, and I always intend to. It's not a test of like, oh, no, he should pay for it. I'm just offering. Um, I genuinely believe in 50-50. I do think it's nice if the person who invites the other person for the first few dates, if they pay, um, if I asked for the date, I would fully expect to pay too. I have a so. question. Yes. How do you feel about if you park across the street and you're not, <laughs> they don't walk you to your car? Red flag. Okay. Okay. Um, and then some of those 13 <laughs> meals, they started as it was intended to be just drinks. And then we ended up 
liking each other and and it turned into dinner um a couple of dates were like an activity or a walk i had a picnic in the park and then on one date i went to ikea that was really fun and then the other five were they were people that i had already that i already knew and dated and so we didn't have like a traditional first date because we already knew each other and i don't know if i have a preference for a first date type um i mean drinks and coffee are good if you if you're not really sure how you feel about the person like if you're kind of on the fence because then it can be quick um but it's nice to be able to dedicate time to sit down and have dinner and a conversation with someone and then an activity like because it it kind of takes the pressure off of like sitting there looking across the table at each other and maybe feeling like you're being interviewed or you're interviewing the other person i always like the idea of just doing something really casual and if it led into something that way you're no one stuck there for a long time. Maybe the other person really likes you, but you, you're just not vibing and you don't want to be stuck there. So I think if you do something like around five, you haven't destroyed the evening. You can have a drink or not have a drink. Personally, I think as I as time went on, I, I prefer not to spend as much money on drinks and just um, coffee is an easy way to do that as well. And you're not stuck with the person all night. But... You don't lose your inhibitions. But I, I don't recommend being stuck in a dinner and a movie, like a whole entanglement oh, yeah. with someone. I think a movie for a first date is awful because you, you're not communicating or interacting. That's true. And also a quiet place, a place where you can hear each other because it's nothing mm. worse than yelling. Yeah. Or like a concert would not be a good first date. No. Yeah. The other thing I think, too, is I like to pick um, like places for drinks or meals that is a place that I like or an activity that I like. So at least if I don't like the date, I'm enjoying what I'm doing anyway. Oh, yeah. You know? I. What I learned also, pick a place where if for some reason someone didn't show, you could still have fun, maybe watch sure. a game. Yeah. That's the best. Have like a, like a baseball game. Yes. That way, if the person, too, doesn't show up or they're just not interesting – you can always glance. Oh yeah, I love that. A baseball game for a first date's a really good idea. Yeah, and they're they're like four hours. So Yeah. I don't mean you don't go there just to watch the game. And if anything, hopefully you're engaged in the conversation so you don't even talk about the game. Yeah. But if it's not going anywhere, then you have that to fall back. But either way, that's a good play. That's why at a bar or like like Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. they have all the t- the TVs. It's mm-hmm. not too loud. It's a family type of environment. You can have a drink. You don't have to have a drink. The menu's There's, pretty diverse too, oh, right? Yeah. Great appetizers. I don't know if the gluten choices is good. You but, can get gluten-free pizza. There. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can. So yeah. it's a perfect place. And you can you can cascade into a, some more dinner. Sure. Or you could go. Some places are close to. dessert. <laughs> yes, a dessert. All right. Reasons for ending things. So you had a couple of things on your list. Go ahead and tell me what they are. Well, one person, and we're, I... We're not going to say oh, specific religions. Okay. Religion, even though the person says religion, it's a factor. Some people try to look past it, but it is. If, you're, if, you're, if you don't have the same belief system, some, it's at least in some cases... Well, I think it depends on how involved and how serious you are in your religion. Because I would consider myself religious or spiritual, but it doesn't impact our relationship at all. Because I'm not like always talking about religion and you like football (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. But our church cuts into football Sunday. We can't have that. That was all kind of a red flag that, for us. Was that the issue? Is that you wanted to watch football? That and was you wanted to go to church? That wasn't necessarily going to be the issue. I don't I don't know, but it oh, could have been. It was more the religion itself. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And another person, their belief system, I think the way we saw things with how the pandemic was handled and mm. and the the vaccine anti-vax mass anti-mask and mm-hmm. then you had chemistry which is one of mine that's a big one yeah sometimes the chemistry is really really easy or different when you're on a phone call mm. and like we have great chemistry on the in on our um apps and phone calls but in person, we just didn't have it. Yeah. I think and I then you another. said you became friends with someone? Yeah. So there was... No, there was, what, was there not good chemistry there either, but you guys like enjoyed each other's company or how did that work? Well, I think we're both actually... And I would even equate to the fact maybe I wasn't quite ready to get serious. Oh, okay. And that person wasn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, but that person had some also some issues going on. Okay. So we just started hanging out. Like we went to a, a comedy show and that's t- the tamale person. <laughs> she made me tamales. So oh, nice. we became Facebook that's friends. That's hard work. She really liked you. Yeah. Okay. But no, 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 no. She, li- she liked me as a person. Oh, I know. And um, But you have to like someone if you're going to spend the time to make oh, tamales it, for them. She had said she would make them one time and she did. And I haven't actually really talked to her. Now we're just Facebook friends. Okay. And so she likes a lot of our stuff. Okay. And then the last one you said was too comfortable, and I didn't really understand that. She, this was a person I kind of saw, and then I saw again. Oh, okay. And almost like a recheck to see if we were mm-hmm. there. Um, <laughs> but the person, their their thought, and I don't know the full extent to it. And as a woman, it might. I'll make shed a, some light on it. Let's go. They said, "I like how we got." how we connected in the beginning, how easy I was to talk to and how supportive I was Mm -hmm. and how fun I was to be with. But sometimes I feel like we're too comfortable, almost too comfortable, almost like friends. What does that mean? You and I are friends. I'm comfortable with you. Maybe I I think this person, and this might be a belief system, I think I'm very free with my thought and I don't judge. And I I think people tend to be a little more crass around me because they can. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to judge them. And I think she might not have liked that she was doing that. Oh. She was with a man that had kind of censored her Hmm. for so long. So when she said a swear word, she was, oh, my my ex would have been upset if if I would have said that. Almost like she was fragile. Yeah. And I go, I don't care. You know what's interesting about that, though, is I was the first one to swear between the two of us I know. you you can moderate and edit you have a level of respect for people to like kind of feel them out and see where they are so if if she didn't want you to swear or she felt like hey I'm swearing a lot can can you help me can we cut back together if you were invested in the relationship is that something you felt like you could do this well I mean I I, I probably let didn't swear until she swore mm-hmm. first because I never do that. I always gauge my audience. Well, not I don't want to say audience. I gauge the person I'm with and sure. ma- mirror them. Yeah. At some point, um, she started swearing kind of on purpose hmm. and, and said, do you like the way that sounds coming out of my mouth? 
And I said, I kind of do. I got I another. Could, I got I some other know, words I, that I want to hear come but, out of your mouth. I don't know, but let's go back to my place. <laughs> no, but it was funny that she was like almost trying to make it make, make me repulsed. And we, it didn't, it didn't do anything. I'm like, doesn't bother me. I told you that was one Too of the things with us is that we, um, you let me be me without judging the way I am. Yeah. I, and I didn't go full board swearing, but eventually I did. Until you met my kids. <laughs> God, who wouldn't? <laughs> right? No, me well, too. <laughs> hey, if you don't swear after a couple of episodes of those two. I have a recording he's that refer- I have to play. He's referring to my younger two girls. Oh, the youngest one. Um, well, they argue together, but the youngest one can still have a solid tantrum at 10 years old. Okay, so the reason I ended things, I have a really long list. Um, timing, so I'd go like on a first date and then someone would be like, well, I have to go out of town for a week. And then we wouldn't really talk, you know, during that time. And then we just kind of lost momentum and it was like, hmm, whatever. Distance was a big one for me. Custody schedule is a really tough one. Um, I think there should be a filter or a dating app specific for single parents um, where you can filter through what days you have your kids and what days you don't. Because if you, if we don't have any overlapping time where we don't have our kids, how are we ever going to date? You know what's awful about that, though? It's a great idea, but what if the person you should be with has an alternating custody schedule and so you never meet them? Well, that's tough shit. <laughs> Look, I swore first. <laughs> um, no. no, it breaks my heart. Cause but maybe you could have a box that says like, Flexible co-parenting. So like, if you and I had opposite schedules, but one of our exes could be flexible, which is not true in our case, but like Rachel, well, she and her ex are flexible and they switch all the time. To be fair, um, Allie has time during the week. And so our custody arrangement kind of did conflict on the weekends. So we were able to kind of make that work. Yeah. But I, Wednesday and Thursday nights are still our main date nights. But I would say that's a, now. yeah, I'd say that's an example of you being f- open to some flexibility. Oh, that's so sweet. Whereas me, I had a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I had this weekends were my, mm-hmm. but that's not the reason why go on, find some more okay. shitty reasons <laughs> for these assholes. Um, no, I mean, I don't mean that. <laughs> Some of them were. Yeah. Um, lifestyle. So like no kids, really young kids, too many kids. One of them had like six. Not looking for commitment, a lot of partying. Um, complained about their ex a lot. I cannot stand that. And I, I, you're smiling at me right now. No, it's initially it's, it's not. If that's all you do and we can't talk about anything else or nothing else can be discussed without circling back to that, I'm like, that's in your entire personality, and I'm not here for that. Um, no conversation skills. Like, I just, I don't want to feel like I'm interviewing you on a first date. I want it to be an actual conversation where we are asking each other questions and finding out what we have in common. Um, lying, uh, hoarding, and refusing to eat raw cookie dough. That's my favorite one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that was one of mine, too. <laughs> I, I have a really funny story about that that I will... Um, talk about in a future episode uh number of people who ghosted you well there was just the one um 
It wasn't a ghost. At, well, it turned out yeah, it became a ghost because I never heard from the person again. The one who stood you up? The one that was, yes. Okay. And the funny thing is we were going to meet guess, guess, here in this place. At we, our house? Right here. <laughs> Is that fucking weird? That is weird. <laughs> Why don't you want to meet me with my? <laughs> no, it was it was it was this city, mm. and it just all of a sudden, yeah. That day, I never heard anything again, and then that was it. Okay, we don't encourage ghosting, but we'll get to the we'll get to who ghosted who next. Um, nobody has ghosted me, and you have not ghosted anybody because you're a good person. I have. No, you put zero. Well, I mean. I told this is just for Jan, uh, 2022. That's what we're talking about. No, I didn't ghost anybody because I learned. Okay. Right. It's not nice. I ghosted one person, but I stand by it because they were super pushy and very emotional. And it was only after one date. And I was a little bit concerned, like how they would respond if I like actually shot them down. So I just blocked them. And I don't love doing that. I don't think it's nice, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. All right. How many people did you cry over in 2022? I only had the one person that I connected with. Yeah. But you, I was too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest thing because that's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's, I've still boggles my mind, but I'm happy now, but I'm just saying just, yeah, one. It's weird, right? It's fucking, it's awful. I cried over one um, and I cried about my frustration when when something ended about dating like getting back in I have to get back into it I have to start all over more than I cried about that any of the relationships ending yeah um, I really truly cried over one person yeah so we started the year single and we ended the year our current relationship status is taken we are engaged and it's quite a journey. We will we'll go into that later. Um, so that's our dating wrapped. Uh, we are going to post a PowerPoint of our dating wrapped on our TikTok at A L B O E, a little bit of everything underscore pod. Um, and next time we will talk more about our story, how we met, our frame of mind going into dating, and dating each other specifically, and what worked for us in our relationship to get to where we are today and we will also tell you how we decided on the name for this podcast it's a really cute story and then be sure to also check us out on instagram at pod a little bit of everything and then as i mentioned our tiktok a l b o e underscore pod for more content we are working on a patreon where you will be able to access exclusive content to help you with your dating journey and future relationships along with discussing some more private details of our lives Um, I thought it would be a great way to end each episode by going over our currently list, which currently is like a little bit of everything. It's a list that documents what's happening in our lives right now. Um, I'm posting, I already posted our list for this week on our Instagram, um, at pod, a little bit of everything. And I'd love to hear, we would love to hear yours in the comments. So Scott, currently, what are you loving? I love you. Um, I love you too, baby. <laughs> uh, the, I'm. It's you because wrote it. You wrote it I know. Down. I know. It, I have it here. Okay. But I just wanted to look. It's it's it was it's it was an interesting year. You heard everyone just 
that list alone tells you what we've been through. Mm -hmm. And so Allie knows that I've been, you know, through some stuff for the last five years. So it was nice to be uh, the holiday. I haven't had a good holiday season in a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm really enjoying this period. Okay, good. I am too. Um, Eating. <laughs> I want to know where these cravings. Are you pregnant? Where did these cravings come from? What are you? I don't eat, know. What are you eating? I just maybe <laughs> for some reason I want. I've been wanting the egg, just biscuit, not McMuffins, egg biscuit sausage shit. <laughs> How is that different? Because the biscuits are biscuits are more. Um, a biscuit's different than a McMuffin. Oh, I don't eat I, at McDonald's, so I don't. Oh, know. Well, well, you know, like the, <laughs> that sounded so. You sloppy. know what a you know what a um the muffin is the ones like that the an kids English muffin. Yeah, an English muffin. Oh, okay. So those are good, right? But biscuits are great. Do they have biscuit McMuffins at McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I I had a craving for it's just been like the last week or so and and pancakes just like breakfast stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. Okay. I, and what are you feeling? Well, I am feeling very happy. And then also, you know, I, I mentioned that I have a situation that we'll talk about later, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So my kids are not as readily available sometimes. And, uh, you know, it's been a little bit sad mm-hmm. that I can't see them right now, especially with all this wonderful stuff happening. Yeah. I think it's important to point out that those are two kind of polar opposite feelings, right? Like... Oh, yeah. Happy and sad. And it's okay to feel both at the same time and really just to just allow yourself. Like, you don't have to force the negative or feel like you can only be sad and not happy because you don't have your kids. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to point out that we're big on feelings here. Yes. And expressing them. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least learning how to. Learning how to. That's good. But it's good. It's okay to have both of those feelings going on at the exact same time. Okay. What are you needing? What do we need? I need to spend more time with my children. Right. Because it's just not happening. Right. Uh, what are you listening to? Um, well, for I've been... The, for, <laughs> yeah. So Scotty is a huge movie buff and a huge movie uh, music lover. So um, his listening to and watching, you need to check it out. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. What well, are you listening to? I, well, we're a lot of holiday music. uh and then I've been getting into listening to other groups, covering other groups, so mm-hmm. cover songs. I actually saw a thing today. It was Eddie Vedder. They had a tribute to the Kennedy's honors oh. for U2. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be um, Mary J. Blige was going to do one, the, the U2 version. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Vedder did it. And it was it was just beautiful. And, you know, okay. I could tell that all those guys, the four members loved it so that just i think it's neat when you see a song like that post malone song or another oh, person i was gonna ask you about that one i don't know it's the called artist the circles yeah and it's a gal that i just happened there's if you do searches on um i don't know if you could do it on other like apple music but you can on spotify uh you know ultimate covers mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah and once in a while you'll find a cover that's pretty cool that circles cover is really good i think i like it better than the post i know it's hard to say because he's so awesome yeah that's that's a beautiful lyric all right and what are you watching i was looking for like one thing but you are not wrong we are watching all of these things go for it yeah i got a little greedy because i love movies and you do 
So I we we both like football, mm-hmm. which is I like it. She's we're not the same team, but we're both passionate about it, which is fun. Yeah. What time does my game start? By the way, five oh three. Oh, I'm sorry, we baby. Need to, we need to wrap it this. Up. We got it. Well, I think we could just kind of stall a little bit. Let me <laughs> <laughs> let me see how long it. So um, we've been we thought it would be cute since we we're getting married to watch wedding movies. So we have a list of movies watched. Uh, some holiday movies and the kids love them too so we can mm-hmm. play we that's something I'll, we all can do and then we started watching Flashman Chronicle which is which we're gonna probably have to share at some point because it's unbelievably fitting for what we do yes <laughs> and then yeah we like uh, we got into Yellowstone and uh, we started watching 1923 and we just saw the uh, movie The Whale which was um it's still kind of penetrated me each day a little bit more. So that was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. So enough of me, right? <laughs> well, I want to I want to talk about Fleischman. So Fleischman, I thought, was just a really good show, like funny and like, you know, some drama, like good substance character development. But this last episode that we watched freaking blew me away. I was not expecting it. And the way it has changed my thinking is, I mean, my mind was blown. So we will definitely talk about that in a future episode. Yeah, I think there's another episode yeah, left. So I we think can't, there's one more. But there better be, or it's it won't it won't fully come together. Well, we can't stop on an odd number, right? <laughs> exactly. Mr. Even Numbers over there. Yeah. So. All right. So I guess we'll turn it to you, mm-hmm. Allie. Mm-hmm. You know what? The Cowboy game's starting. Let's go ahead and turn that on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. We've got a wrap this week. Thanks for joining us. Oh, okay. No, so what are you loving? Um, so the last two weeks at work um, are very, very slow for us. Like, everything shuts down, and so it has been very slow. I have not been stressed. I'm all caught up on my projects, and so that is what I have really been loving. Wouldn't you imagine if it was the opposite? If the two, I couldn't handle it. Especially, we're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened in our house the last two weeks. But oh my gosh, there's no way I could handle it. Okay. Yeah. What have you been eating? Gluten-free carbs. Mm. Um, for the holidays, I always make like scones, coffee cake. I get gluten-free rolls. Normally, I stay away from that stuff, but it's just so good, and I'm not sorry. Just an FYI, if you date a gluten. You become one too. If you date a gluten, (laughs) I still have bread and regular tortillas for you. Yes. Plus, you like those crackers. I do. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't, honestly, if she didn't tell me it was gluten or non gluten, I wouldn't know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, What do you, what are you feeling? So I had initially put happy and I am very happy, but I am content. And that seems like such a, I don't know, apathetic word, maybe. I think it might be viewed that way. Like, oh, I'm just content. But I'm just good in all areas. I loved, I love that COVID is over for us. I love that I got to spend the holidays with my girls because we were afraid that wasn't going to happen. Um, I'm so excited to celebrate Christmas with your kids this weekend. And Year's. Yeah, New Year's together. I loved having our first holiday together. Yeah, I think I think content is if I said how are you doing and you said good, 
And then, but you say content, content sounds a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe like, I'm just satisfied. Like I'm just, I'm good. Good. So yeah. That's, that's awesome. I can't ask for, I don't desire or need anything. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Except for to take down holiday decor. Oh which yeah. Is my next yeah. One. So what are you needing? <laughs> yeah. No. So I, <laughs> I love holiday decor and I am very guilty of putting it up very early. And then by the time Christmas comes, I'm sick of it. So I'm actually not sick of it. And so, um, but I probably will put it, I probably will bring it down next week, but I almost never get into January 1st with holiday decor up. Okay. Well, I hope you do that, you know, relatively at ease. I'll be watching from the, (laughs) I'm joking. I'll help with this tree for sure. Only if I ask for help. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There's another subject. Mm -hmm. And then what, Oh, so I'm going to ask her what she's listening to. Mm-hmm. And for those that are conservative or non-conservative, <laughs> please oh. don't be offended by this word. Christmas oh, music. My, oh. Okay, holiday oh. music. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, no. I love um, holiday music around this time. Okay. and Mar- one- Mariah Carey earns her money. Oh, yeah. she's She's got the big, big hit. Um, and this is, oh, watching, and I, you're going to say something that I also enjoy, <laughs> too. We watched a lot of shows together, so. <laughs> um, we are watching Tulsa King, and it is hilarious. I think they really hooked us with the first few episodes of being really funny, and there are, st- are some um, funny moments, but it has gotten a lot more serious, but I'm into it. Yeah, it's fun to see Sylvester Stallone in a role that's, fits him at this time in his life mm-hmm. yeah all right well that is it for today um my girls watch a lot of youtube and at the end of the youtube videos they always say like and subscribe comments notification so we have a saying um that we say to each other i tuck in my youngest every night and when i say good night i say love you love your show like and subscribe comment notifications so that's how we're going to sign off and i hope you do all of those things for our podcast oh yeah <laughs> like and subscribe comments notifications love you love your show it's beautiful <laughs> all right bye bye mm-hmm.